making 6 a.m. great again. This is Auburn Opelika This Morning. Good morning, Zach Blackerby, Lindsey Crosby here with you, and we are now joined by Auburn head baseball coach, Butch Thompson. Coach, thank you so much for your time this morning. How are you? I'm tremendous war eagle to everybody, and uh, good to talk to you, Zach. It's been a while. It has been a while. It has been a while. Last time we talked, Coach, it was shortly after last season got called uh, called short, and you were kind of dealing with you know talking to the players and kind of figure out what in the world's going on. A lot of firsts have happened since then. How have your guys responded to that? And now, how are you turning around and getting ready for this upcoming season? Well, just pressing forward, right? So yeah. it's pretty exciting knowing that February 19th you get to start a journey of playing the game again. It has been a long time. And in some aspects, by not playing a conference game last year, some of these guys, it feels like we had like a, a, a preseason or a spring training, but we never got to sit at the table and play the real part of our schedule. So the better part of two years, I think, as coaches and as players, we're about as eager as we've been in a long time. And there's been a refreshing period. and you know, there's been a self-motivated period because we've all been accountable to ourselves more than, than ever, especially as student athletes and and folks and, you know, our fans trying to understand. I just, I sat back just like you, no different than you of watching all of our other sports come on board and, you know, I have a daughter that's a high school soccer player and see all these challenges that we've been through, but in some way, shape, form or fashion, we got to keep pressing on. It's the right answer and the re- proper response to everything that we do and, we got to follow guidelines, but we got to do everything in our power to stay motivated and get back out there and compete and do what we love. Coach, what's been the feeling uh, throughout your team so far? Because, I mean, the leaders of your team are facing a situation that no one's ever had to face before. There's nothing really to look at and say, okay, here's what these guys did and it was successful. I mean, what are the, the kind of the, the louder voices? on your team, in your locker room, in your dugout? What are they saying? How are they handling? How are they leading right now? Yeah, you know, a lot of these guys that are our leaders, uh, it's an unbelievable point. Uh, I don't know if you're going to be able to top this one. Uh, You know, Ryan Bliss is playing for something. Um, He's playing for his future. Uh, Our young players know that Rankin Woley came back. Yeah, he's going to medical school and he's sharp, but he come back with another year as a senior. We know that Cody Greenhill and Jack Owens had opportunities to leave and enter professional baseball, and they've chosen to stay at Auburn. Um, so it's pretty easy to see our leadership, you know, as we talk to our other guys, that at some point in time, these young players are going to be in a position to where these older guys are now. And, you know, they, they have to leave a legacy of honoring the program, honoring players, and it'll be done for them at some point. Um, you know, I think about Rhonda Caldwell with the, with the, our Diamond Club, uh, just amazing lady that we've lost during this time. There's, there's been in our community people that we've lost and, um, we have all these, you know, the hospital and I think of Dr. Goodlett immediately on our campus, all these people that have paved the way to create an opportunity for us and so much that people have been through that, you know, by us doing what we do, by us continuing to persevere, we're honoring a lot of folks through this. So not only within the ranks of our team is it the right thing to do to, even though I'm going to have 850 fans in the stands at 21% capacity, I hope our fans understand, our supporters that have done everything to make Plainsman Park look as good as it's ever been. Uh, but our narrative with our players is how much we have to play for 
and 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 how much uh, enjoyment we can bring our fans and our community by uh, you know trying to do everything that we can to to stay isolated and uh, do everything we can to be at full strength for every game possibly this season. Hey, coach. Speaking about um, Jacko, and going back to that for a second. How has the dislocated finger really affected the the rotation plans for this season? Are you looking at bringing one of the lefties from the midweek rotation up or maybe trying to stretch out Mason Barnett to come in and pitch on Sundays? Yeah, I, I think that's our battle right now. And to tell you that set would be a miscommunication. To tell you that's likely is possible, but I, just between Gabe Gross and myself and, <laughs> and Tim Hudson and Carl Nunnemaker, it's like we're, we're changing day to day. And the reason being is, you know, we believe in Jack so much. And that dislocated finger, that's your middle finger. So if you've ever thrown a baseball, mm. it's basically gripping that baseball with those first two fingers. And then, you know, it's bracketed off that thumb. And then what you do with those other two fingers, maybe you're just trying to create what kind of spin or lack thereof to produce a pitch. So it, it's huge. And, you know, nothing's broken or anything, but, you know, even if he can start throwing soon, you know, when can he start really feeling his deal to pitch? Because it's it's not just being able to play catch. It's precision and being able to finish a pitch. And so that's kind of unknown. Uh, Mason Barnett is arguably, even with Richard Fitz being a projected first-rounder, our most talented pitcher in our program may be Mason Barnett. So you're, like, logically thinking, well, well he needs to start. Uh, but when you do that, uh, you know, who's going to close? Because mm-hmm. you've already made this move with Cody Greenhill, mm-hmm. and now you put the next, what you thought was the next real closer, and put him in the rotation, then who's really going to finish when you get to those last three to six outs? Because we, we open in a week and a half, and we play Presbyterian. we got five home games, and then we march out to Round Rock, Texas for an early, huge test for our program when you go three consecutive games against Oklahoma, Baylor, and, uh, you know, SEC West foe, Texas A&M, which will wind up playing four times this year. So some of those answers have got to come very quick. And then so, you know, maybe you keep Barnett in that bullpen till you know, Jack gets back because you think that a Brooks Fuller, you know, you think it's his time and he mm-hmm. could be ready. Um, but still, we got to announce five starters that first week because we play Presbyterian Friday, Saturday, Sunday, and we roll right into immediately a Tuesday, Wednesday with Alabama A&M. So, um, you know, the practices for the coaches and the games for the players, and, you know, we're going to let these guys go out and play. Our biggest thing we can do as a coaching staff is figuring out and answering and putting guys in position. That's how we can – you know, make the biggest uh, – that's how we can impact the game the most is putting these guys in the right spots and then changing pitchers at the right time. That's what coaches can do to affect the college baseball game the most. So we have much work to do in that category uh, because there's a lot of balls in the air right now with the question you asked. Sure. We're joined this morning by Auburn head baseball coach Butch Thompson. Coach, thanks so much for your time. Uh, you mentioned – you mentioned um, – Rules as far as seating and capacity in stadiums around 20%. You said 21% just a second ago. What's that going to be like? I mean, you, you talk about a, a Friday or Saturday night matchup in the SEC, whether you're taking on Alabama or, you know, some other, some other SEC rival. That's going to be weird, right? 
It's going to be really weird. We practiced the other day with the crowd noise. It's so foreign and weird to me, and oh, I'm yeah. so old school. I don't know how I feel about, <laughs> you know, the crowd noise. And then, you know, every time Auburn plays a football game, that thing is packed, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. So we're just shy of 90,000 people every time that thing kicks off, and there's only one rhythm that you're used to. So that was a huge change for for those guys in that program. For us, you know, we have two different vibes. You can have the Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Then sometimes if it's rained all afternoon, you know, it's going to feel like that Tuesday midweek game at 6 o'clock. Yeah. Where, uh, so we've already experienced some of those in the midweeks from a baseball standpoint, to be honest. So I think we have a feel what it feels like. The crowd noise and some of these other pieces is, is going to be something else. I, I have, you know, we have seven of our nine position players back and with Jack and Cody up front and a Richard Fitz and Fuller and everybody else that falls in. You know, I, I want our guys to, I, I want us to play the same, act the same, get in the same rhythm, the same preparation, the same excitement, uh, whether we're playing Presbyterian or Oklahoma or, or we got number one Florida in every poll coming to Plainsman Park this year. I want us in the same rhythm and I've been begging for that for five or six years and it doesn't matter if one person's here or, or 20 plus thousand like when we get an opportunity two years ago when the season finished with that season in Omaha, Nebraska. Can we get to where we're just playing a game at one consistent high level? And that's, that's tough business, but that's, that's the goal that we're putting forth to a very experienced group. Hey, Coach, talking about polls there, how did your team react to being left off the Baseball America Top 25? Uh, it doesn't matter, number one. Number two, uh, just just a huge chip on your shoulder. You know, you feel like you've, you've, you've done something uh, personally. Uh, I've talked to the team a little bit about it, and I'm usually not about that stuff at all. Um, you know, I'm a voter on the USA Today poll. You can look at the bottom of the poll and see the 30. Um, SEC, uh, <clears throat> Division One head coaches around the country. It's on that poll. We didn't make that one as well, and I put us in there. So I, I could be missing. And plus, it's hard. And I say the reason why I'm a voter is because it's tough. We haven't finished a season in two years, and we did not play one conference game last year. Like, we think Richard Fitz is really good and has really grown and gotten better. But what has he done the last 11 months? You know, I can see it every day, but the whole country cannot. Um, I, I, I just think it's tough. I, I saw where we were ranked uh, one off-brand poll. was like 17th. I guess Division One baseball were 23rd. And I told the team we were 26 in one and 37 in another, 240 in, in, in another poll. So <laughs> I, I just think that it's a great starting position for us, and it creates a good chip on our shoulder with guys because I think there's going to be guys, there's guys that are preseason All-Americans that's never thrown one conference game at the Division One level. And I think because of this time, this unique time of playing 18 games last year and it being two years since we got into conference play, that you're going to see guys that are first-team All-Americans be bust. And there's going to be guys that are going to be unbelievable players that you've never heard of. Uh, I think Mason Barnett's an example of somebody that, like, the country really hadn't heard of Mason Barnett, but he's as good as there is out there and advertised. And that's the thing. Every SEC head coach right now feels great about their ball club. 
we only had five rounds in that draft. The year before, there were 40 rounds. Mm-hmm. Uh, Cody Greenhill's not here. You know, Jack Owens not here. Stephen Williams is not here. That didn't just happen at Auburn. That happened across the board. Everybody feels great about their ball club, and then you bring in the young players, the best ones, and then you manage your roster the best you can. So you really you trimmed and you moved and you really brought in the best and you brought in an older group of players, uh, a more veteran group, got them to return um, <laughs> better than any point in time in a one-year span in – in my time, I think this is my 20th year in the SEC, but the key is, you know, it's going to be who's been the most self-accountable and self-motivated because our players were apart from us 60 days here over the break. You know, we didn't return from Thanksgiving. And we give them a plan and we give encouragement and we're, we're zooming till the cows come home. But <laughs> the self-accountability and self-motivation is real this year. But everybody in our league, it may be the best on paper the best brand, the most experienced, and the highest talent we've ever seen in the SEC. So we feel great about our team, even though the rest of the country is not seeing it right now. Um, you know, we've, we've got to bolster our self 10 spots if you're really into the poll, 10 or 15 spots to get to where we want to get. But I think I would rather be here right now. I think that continues to give me some some fuel for our guys to keep working. But uh, – it's going to be great. And then at the end of this year, it's going to be really unique because we're going to lose a lot. But, again, I think across the board, our conference goes from the strongest rosters ever to where we're all going to lose a lot at one time, and it's going to be very interesting moving forward. Coach, uh, once again, thank you so much for your time. And I- I've got to ask the question. I know I know a lot of uh, the head coaches at Auburn very close talking with you in the past and, and Coach Pearl. Have you gotten a chance to talk with with Coach Harson and welcome uh, welcome him to the Plains? Absolutely, I, I wasn't invited, but I just me and my wife Robin we just knocked and we went in the back door of his press conference, and I just wanted to shake his hand and welcoming after after he made all his remarks and comments. I know it's a blur on that day, and then uh, we've traded texts back and forth. Um, We've actually, you know, you think about John Samuel Shanker. I want to make sure that that's <laughs> sure. such an amazing relationship with Gus. I said, I, my first order of business is Shanker. He's good. He's right. You're going to let him, you know, we're not going to have him doing doing dips and pulling sleds if I need him to get three hits today. And uh, <laughs> He's great. Uh, he's excited. You know, he's whatever they say, you know, he's drinking through a fire, fire hose right. right now, which is normal. And what he needs to know and all these new guys that are coming in is, um, you know, that everybody here at Auburn is here to do everything we can for them to be successful and get settled. But, you know, we're actually doing, uh, Gus, the last couple of years, we really started doing some recruiting together. And I think Auburn baseball is going to see some of the fruits of that in the next year or two, as you see some of these guys are, that are signing football scholarship, but they're also, you know, maybe center fielders, kind of like Flash was. For sure. From track, where we're trying to piggyback and finally got to that point to start identifying football, baseball players together. My key is just get every great student athlete and family that's a match for Auburn, get them here, and then if we can work together, we'll figure out how to do the best for these young people. Absolutely. Coach, thank you so much for your time as always, and uh, would love to chat with you uh, a few weeks into the season. Best of luck. Look forward to it. Good talking to you again. War Eagle, have a great day. Yes, sir, Coach. War Eagle. That is Auburn head baseball coach Butch Thompson joining us.